expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone, to the ins and outs of coffee. I'm Cecily Nipper, your facilitator for this session. This is part four of a six-part series on the ins and outs of coffee. Welcome to those in the room and those on ACV Media. Just a reminder, if you are in the Zoom room and we see your name, we will be entering everyone who attends these into a drawing. Every time you attend, your name goes in a hat. And at the end, we will draw out a name and you will receive a gift certificate to order some coffee and have it shipped to you anywhere within the contiguous United States. So for that, um, I will go ahead and begin. Today's topic is K-Cups. And I had um, a good friend of mine who is on this call, Janet, say, Cecily, I've never heard of a K-Cup. I don't, I don't know what that is. So they are about, let's see, probably 15 years ago at least, a machine was invented that would take a, an individual amount of coffee that was just enough for one cup in a small plastic cup about the size of a mouthwash top which you pour your mouthwash in. So maybe that's a bad example. Coffee, mouthwash. Uh, it holds about two tablespoons of coffee grounds, and it's a, it's a plastic uh, cup, and it's sealed. And I'm going to talk about how they create those cups. And you put the cup in the machine, then the machine closes down over the cup, pierces the top so the water can get into the cup, pierces the bottom so that the brewed coffee can get out of the cup, and it heats up in three minutes, puts your coffee out in a minute and a half, and you have an individual cup of coffee in the desired coffee grounds. There are many, many K-cups on the market. You can also make your own in two different ways. And uh, those two ways are that stores like Walmart, Amazon, you can buy. They're the shape and size of a K-cup, but the lid pops up. And you can fill it yourself and then clip the lid closed. Put it in the machine and brew the K-cup. I have a gripe with those do-it-yourself cups that you buy from just anywhere <clears throat> because of two reasons. Number one, they come open. So if you want to fill up a week's worth and store it in your kitchen, it, you're running the risk of spilling coffee because I find that they pop open just randomly. That's not helpful. They're a little tricky to clean. I would say not any more difficult than cleaning a coffee filter, but a little tricky to clean. They're fiddly and small and they're the size of a shot glass. That's what I was trying to come up with before, the size of a two ounce shot glass, uh, but usually plastic. Today, when I was researching, I found a second do-it-yourself option for about 50 cents each. Amazon sells cups that are made out of the same recyclable waxed paper that you might get a soda cup from McDonald's or somewhere. That 
kind of waxy paper that it, as you use it, it starts to disintegrate. It's that, and it lasts just long enough for one K-cup. But when you put the lid on, you take the, the bottom of the cup, fill it with two tablespoons of coffee grounds. When you put the lid on, the lid nests into the cup just a little bit and locks in in such a way that you don't pull them apart then once once you've done that. It would not be easy to pull apart. It does not look like it would fall open or anything like that. They are single use, but they are recyclable. So through the K-cup, you could make up 10 of them for your week because they're, they're going to stay closed and they're going to stay fresh. And so that's perfect if you want to make them yourself. And I understand making K-cups is not for everyone, but um, let's say you have a certain kind that you like. It's coffee that you like you can't get, or you find every K-cup tastes stale to you because you have a very distinct sense to your palate that the K-cup doesn't seem as fresh. Well, Get the whole bean of your choice, grind it, set these up yourself every day, a week in advance. I'm excited to try this, and I'll put the link on the Google Doc in case you all want to try these do-it-yourself ones that I have found. Um, I find it to be a very intriguing idea. What they showed was that for biodegradable uses, afterward you could pry that lid off and use the coffee grounds for your garden, etc. And then the cup recycles like any other paper would into the pulp wood paper recycling. It's, it's a great idea. I'm really, I'm really enthusiastic about it. And as I'm sharing I'm going to continue talking about accessories for a little bit here, but I will be excited to be thinking about any K-cups you like that you would like to share, what they are. We can pull the links together and maybe try some new recommendations that people like. So if you want to begin raising your hands, if you would like to share, we can certainly take breaks in between this lecture to do that because I do want it to be not me standing up talking for an hour about K-Cups. I know there's got to be people on this call that use them and like them and have one that they've tried and they liked or they disliked that they'd like to share about. But before I get into specific ones that I've tried that I like, I want to tell you about a storage option that came my way. So when the machine was given to me, and my Keurig is almost the original Keurig. It is very old. It is at least 10 years old. It was used in the doctor's office. And when COVID hit and the doctor couldn't offer beverage service in her office anymore because of touching and masking restrictions, she gave me the Keurig and it still works. I bought another one to replace it over the Thanksgiving shopping holiday that was recommended to me that has multi-stream technology. I'm excited about that. So what that is, Rather than piercing with just top and bottom holes, it pierces the K-cup in multiple places so that more of the water saturates. The, the coffee grounds become more saturated, more coffee flavor is extracted. I understand there's also multiple water settings so that you can get essentially a shot of espresso all the way up into a 16-ounce cup of coffee, which would, of course, affect 
the strength and you can find the setting that works for you. And if it is as described, then there's essentially two sets of buttons that should be raised and easy to mark and one that's for the strength and, and one that's for um, power on and off. So I'm excited to try that one. I thought my old one was going to die any day. Turns out it was well-made because it still is surviving and I'm going to get every last drop of good out of it. When it starts up and brews, it sounds like a rattling. I mean, it's just, I'm sure the new one will be much quieter. And I see we've got a couple of hands, Holly. Yes, we have two hands. Um, Do you want me to go through the how to raise your hand or do you think most of these people know how to do it? I think we're good. Okay. iPhone is the first one. And iPhone, can you tell me who you are so we can unmute you? My name is Terry, T-E-R-I. Okay. Go ahead. Ask your question. So I wanted to recommend um, some K-Cups that I've been using for a while. They're from San Francisco Bay. And they have a, a top. The top part is plastic, but the bottom part is a net. And on the box, it says that they are recyclable or the company will even have you let you return the clay cups to them to recycle them. And I, I get them either at Costco. They have French roast, Colombian, pumpkin spice, decaf, or I get I get the decaf on, at, on Amazon. But if you get them at Costco, they're only like 33 cents a, a pod. So um, I really like them. And I like the recyclable uh, nature of them. So just thought I would share that. Thank you. I, I hear a lot of good things about San Francisco Bay. Um, and she wouldn't mind me using her, that, her name. Those of you who know her know that that's Jane Corona's favorite uh, K-Cup as well. I do like the recyclable filter netting. I learned something new today about it. That rather than... Being about two inches tall, one of the recyclable netting is about an inch and a half tall. Because it doesn't pierce top and bottom, the machine pierces the top and the bottom acts like a regular coffee filter and the coffee and the the hot water disperses throughout the whole cup. So I think you also get better flavor that way. Another good thing. There's another good thing about it. If you forget if you've used your pod or not after you've used it. The bottom part is very hard when you first get them and you put it in and it hasn't been used. It's soft. <laughs> so that's good a, just a little hint. Yeah, that's a good tip. Uh, Kauai Coffee Company has that same recyclable model. I don't think you can ship them back to them for recycling. I think it's more of an industrial recycling center with them, but it has the filter rather than the hard plastic bottom and it is um, my favorite Kauai coffee company, K-Cup, is the Nepali Coast. They're not as affordable, but I have a soft spot in my heart for them because I've been to the Kauai coffee company, so it's uh, special to me. All right, who's our next hand? Uh, iPhone Peggy. Lower, uh, you unmute yourself. Okay. Hey, everybody. So um, I have a Hamilton Beach carrot that has both the uh, picture of the, of the carafe and it also has a little disposable, uh, I'm sorry, reusable 
uh, K-cup holder. I mean, it's like you can put whatever coffee you want in it. And I've had it for, oh gosh, maybe three years now. And you just put your coffee in there just like you would in the when you're making a carafe. And then you just clean it out and use it and reuse it and reuse it. Um, and in terms of, of the pod itself, I found pumpkin spice in about six different kinds of different companies <laughs> last year. I was really surprised. Whenever I'm in like Ross or Burlington's, and as you go around that little line to get up to the cash register, there's always just things. And I'm always reaching out saying, what's this and what's this? I actually one time found Blue Mountain Coffee Blend in pods in Ross. I could not believe it. But I only found it that one time. I bought the only two boxes that they had, and I never found it again. <laughs> of the pumpkin spice that you tried, do you remember any of them standing out to you as being better than any others? You know, I tried a couple different ones, or maybe three different ones, but I think that the the Starbucks actually stood out to me as being the, the best, and I guess it's because that's what I'm used to. I wait every year for the season to start so I can go get my pumpkin spice from Starbucks. And that one was the better one. The other two, I really don't even remember what brand they were. One of them I'd never heard of before, but the punk, the, the Starbucks was definitely the best. Okay. okay. Uh, Lucy, you're next. Okay. <clears throat> I use, um, they're called, uh, from a company called Cameron, and I get them on Amazon. I think I talked about these before, but they're this, this, the same kind of netting type thing, and um, they are recyclable, although I don't think the company will take them back, but you can recycle them yourself. Although I'm a bit disheartened because I get them on Amazon, like I say, um, and I'm having trouble getting them now. Every time I, I'm on subscribe and save, and my shipment is always delayed. So oh, no. I don't know if I'm going to have to find something else. Or, but I really like them. Um, you know, now what have, kind? What kind? Uh, you mean what roast? Yeah. Oh, the dark roast, French or yeah. Italian. Mm-hmm. That's all I get. I mean, I don't even know. I, they have other different kinds, but I don't even look at them <laughs> because I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want the flavored ones. I don't want the decaf ones. I don't, you know, I just get the, uh, you know, the dark roasts. So that's, uh, yeah. And they're, you know, they're about 48 cents a piece, I think. Keep your hands up and we'll we'll come come back around to you. Uh, those of you who have your hands raised now, we'll, we'll be... We'll be right back to you. I'm just going to go a little bit further forward to talk about the accessories because I said that and then I didn't Can I talk. ask a quick question, please? Sure. Um, who, is the five, six, who is the 561 area code so I can make you a human being? What is your name? Hi, Holly. This is Jill. I thought it was, but I was afraid to put it in. Thank you, darling. <laughs> You're, you'll no you'll be called on in a few minutes. Thank you. Okay, Bye. I'll mute. Uh-huh. Thanks, sweetie. So when the pairing first came to me, it came with a spinning carousel that held a number of K-cups, I think maybe 18 K-cups. And the spinning carousel was fine. Well, I was at a friend's house and I I reached for, for her K-cup and she stores hers in this. It's uh, So she gave me one and it's flat. It's probably... 
about 13 by nine comparing to a baking sheet. And it's about two inches tall with a spring-loaded socket, six spring-loaded compartments that you can fit about 10 K-cups in each compartment. So for a total of 60. And you can either put it flat beneath your Keurig, which is what I've done. And it holds the Keurig and a little tray and a couple coffee mugs. And they're up on this elevated storage platform. You can also put it standing up to the side of your coffee machine. It will stand up on its own as well. So it holds my K-cups. And since I like a fair amount of variety, I, I do that. Uh, like Lucy and many others on this, I like dark roast a lot. Italian roast, if I can get it, the darkest. But I also, I also like a French. And lately I've been into a dark blend place with a dark blend I got from Aldi. So um, when I ordered my French roast a number of months ago, I ordered it from Salimo, and I will include them in the list. They're on Amazon, and Salimo has a limited selection, but they have French-Italian breakfast blend donuts. You know, the ones that the usual suspects they have, Kona. But you have to order 100. If you do, it's between 25 to 28 cents each, which is a great price. And I try not to pay more than 33 cents each for a K-cup. My one exception to that is my Kauai Coffee Nepali Coast, uh, which is between 50 cents and a dollar, depending on what type of coupon I might have on that day. So, but what I discovered shopping with my sister in Big Lots and we were looking at the coffee and she said there's an international box that has a an international variety pack. It's 80 count and the price was right. So I said, well, what are the varieties? And she listed them. And I had been interested in New Guinea coffee at the time and, and it had New Guinea in it. It also had Kona, Brazilian, Colombian and Kenyan. I gave the Kenyan away. African-based coffee tends to have an earthy taste that is not my favorite. So I, I gifted those. But the Kona I fell in love with. So the brand of coffee that, that Big Lots carries, their store brand, is called Victor Allen. And it is available on Amazon. So right now, for $0.28 cents each, Victor Allen has a variety pack that has... Italian, French, Kona, and Caramel Macchiato. So that's the darkest at Italian. And then next darkest at French, Kona is a medium roast and Caramel Macchiato is light. And although light roast is not normally my favorite, I'm, I can't get that variety pack off my mind. So I think that's probably coming to my house next week. I'm looking forward to it. But Salimo is definitely a recommendation. The only pitfall is if you order 100 and then you don't care for it. That's not such a good thing because they only come in very large quantities. And Victor Allen, sometimes you can get in smaller quantities than that. And if it's a situation where I want to try something, now, like I said, with Salimo, you don't have that option. But in a lot of cases, many coffee providers, Green Mountain is an example, will sell in bulk 
And there in bulk is not one box of 100. It's six boxes at a time of 18. So I'll order one box and pay a little bit more for each. Try it if I like it. Then I'll order the six boxes at a time and be back into my price range. So do the same thing with creamers. And more on that in a bit. But I have clear uh, Dymo tape labels over uh, each compartment in my six compartment K cup holder. And the Braille Dymo tape is on five of them labeling what they are. And the sixth one is a rotating one that changes when I receive a gift of K-cups that are something different that I don't plan to keep in stock after that box is gone. And my, my six are, see if I can name them without them in front of me. Salimo French Roast, Italian Roast, Victor Allen. Kona, also Victor Allen. Uh, decaf, which I said before is Black Knight with a K N I G H T, Black Knight Swiss Water Process Decaf. That's five. And then the sixth one is, is the rotating flavor. And my rotating flavor right now was the featured flavor a couple of weeks ago on this call. It was the cinnamon bourbon K cup that my sister found me. It continues to be delicious. Don't think I'll ever find it again. And I'm, I'm not searching out for it again. It was a novelty and I enjoyed it. All right. Let me pause there and hear from a few more folks what they have to share. Okay. Um, this is so interesting. Nora, <laughs> Nora, 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 it's your turn. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am a little late, but I'm here and uh, I got my Keurig, uh, well, I got like a Italian dark roast from Hamadi, but if, uh, my Keurig is also from like part of a Dunkin' Donut type of coffee, decaf, and I have like Italian roast and some other, I can't remember what other kind, but the other is like a medium roast. I forgot the names, but anyway. That's good. They taste good. They all taste great, but then uh, my machine, you just have a little, little needle on the top and another one in the bottom of my, uh, on my Keurig for the uh, iPod, and it, I mean iPod, <laughs> the coffee pot, uh, cake, cake up, and then uh, you close the machine down, and then the uh, it's you're ready to turn it on and you push a button and it starts brewing. So mine is more of a Keurig. I can't remember the, of the uh, other brand. And then I have a coffee holder, coffee K-cup holder that looks like a, uh, just like holds nine cups and it's like a almost oval shape. It's flat in the end, one end, and then it holds nine K-cups. Yeah, pretty big. The machine and the K-cup holder is blue. So that's very nice. That's nice. Thank you Looks for sharing. Okay. Okay, Janet and Keith, go ahead. 
Well, I'm really glad I listened to this call because I have a Keurig downstairs in my guest apartment and I've never used it and didn't even know how to turn it on. So I've really learned a lot tonight. And um, I was going to ask uh, Peggy, I think it was, who said about the, um, the Blue Mountain. Isn't that Jamaican coffee? Is that Jamaican coffee? Is that Cecily? Yes, it is. It is, right? And so they they have that even in the, the Keurig? Oh, so many different varieties. Even sometimes the small batch companies will, will make K-cups because uh, they, they'll either do it the way I described it first, where they make their own, or if they have a bigger budget, there is a machine you can buy. It's about $3,000. Um, and I don't know how many K-cups you would have to sell to make up the difference on that. But there is a machine that companies can buy to process. And the more K-cups it makes at one time, the more it costs. And it dispenses automatically and then uh, sucks the oxygen out of the K-cup and inserts nitrogen inside there to preserve the coffee freshness longer. So sometimes right. well, it's, it's fascinating what, what they do. I, I haven't used it yet. We have a guest down there now from Nebraska. And I guess maybe she'll be the first one to use it, but or maybe, she'll <laughs> maybe she'll teach me how to use it now. <laughs> I have, you know, on mine, on the classic one, I have two buttons marked. I have the power button marked and I have the size that I like marked. Um, so actually, button. how many, I haven't really felt it. How many buttons are on the machine? Mine has... One, two, three, four, five buttons, uh-huh. uh, which is not, not bad. Um, and I just find the settings that, that I like and I use and mark those. And I figure if sighted people are using it, they can look for themselves what settings they want. <laughs> and, and which brand do you have? Because I heard somebody say they had a Hamilton Beach. This just says Keurig. And it, it was uh, purchased, I believe, at Walmart. I think that's what I have, just a Keurig. Yeah, I think it's just a curing. But I've seen the Hamilton Beach style ones. My cousin has one of those where you can brew a pot of coffee or use the K-cup side and it's the same machine. And that's handy. Like at Thanksgiving, she'll brew a pot of coffee. And then if the kids want hot chocolate, they can use a hot chocolate K-cup. Um, other uses, the one, the one we use upstairs here, it just grinds our coffee every morning. And then after it grinds it, it makes the coffee. So uh-huh. we, I, I, I don't really use that one downstairs at all. Well, maybe, maybe you will now. Maybe you'll wrench out and try it. Yeah, I You can always call me. Uh, yeah. Janet is a friend of mine. She, she lives in Georgia also. We live not too far away from each other. And she uh, may be coming back to talk to us on the first Tuesday in May as a seventh segment, a bonus segment about um, espresso made the authentic way. Because I'm also Italiano. Right. So I, I, heard Lucy, is, I think Lucy said she was Italiano. Janet is, is potentially a guest speaker uh, that we may be having. All right. Who's next? Jill, go ahead. Me or someone else? I didn't really Jill. hear that. Jill. Jill. Hi, it's Jill. Jill. Um, the coffee I've been really enjoying is by, um, it's sold at Aldi, and it's that Simply Nature brand, 
and it's organic, and it's um, the Guatemalan roast. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, so it's, that's been my favorite out of, I've tried, you know, others um, there, but um, something that sparked my interest of what you were saying when you were talking about the roasts were um, the Kenyan roast that you said it had like an earthy mm-hmm. flavor. But if you like Guatemalan, so you might enjoy that. Yeah. So that sounds like something I want to look for now and try. Now, how would you describe the Guatemalan coffee? Is that considered um, like medium roast or? It, it depends. I was I was going to ask you uh, if you could get a sense of is it is it more well, bitter? is it bitter or is it a little bit sweeter? Um, I think it's a little bit sweeter. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not as dark like a dark roast would be. It's probably a medium a roast. It's probably a medium yeah. roast. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, no, when I read about it, it said it had um like notes of chocolate and floral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't specifically, you know, if I didn't read that, I wouldn't have come up with that by tasting it. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, we're so. going to talk more about uh, more about that next week about how to evaluate them and, and what words we might think of that would describe um, coffee. But Guatemalan is it, it can it can be earthy too, and that's why I say if you if you like Guatemalan, you might enjoy Kenyan or. Or most most African coffees are earthy. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to try that to see. Um, now, when they say like those um, donut shop coffees, I don't typically like those. And how? What kind of roast would that be? A medium roast? Oh, donut shop is usually light roast. Oh, light, yeah. I don't, yeah, because I don't yeah. tend to so see, gravitate you, you have, towards this. Yeah, you have found your own coffee profile. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. So, well, thank you for uh, telling me about a new one to try. Sure, sure. All right. Okay, Steve. Hey, um, I was on vacation in Salt about nine years ago, and I was immediately impressed. But now is the time that I want to buy one. But I would like to still find a very basic model, nothing fancy, because I just want a cup of coffee. <laughs> and I wonder, now that nine years have passed, is there a, a still just a basic model uh, that I can order and, and, uh, and be happy? Would I answer that question? Let's... let's uh... Depends how basic you want to go. Um, go ahead with your answer, and then I'll, I'll give mine, and he'll have two opinions. If you want to get a basic Couric, it's called the personal Couric. And it's got two buttons, an on button, and it goes on and off, and then the one that you push for it to brew. And you pour your stuff in the top, the water in the top. You put your little cup in the thing, and sl- you turn, up, turn it on, slam the lid on the cup holder down, wait five minutes push the brew button and twirl around and around and around because it takes too long for I 
makes me impatient, but that's what it does. Considerations you want to think about are, do you want to be pouring water in it every day? Or do you want a reservoir that holds a few days worth of water? That's the first thing. Um, because just a simple $20 Walmart single serve dual brew mainstay coffee um, will make, you know, it will make K-cups for you. You could spend $60 to get a Keurig brand that will do the same thing. And with that, you pour a full cup of coffee, a full cup of water, a little more water than you want into the reservoir, make one cup of coffee, like what Holly described. So that's, if that's the very most basic you can go, I think. Now is that, is that $60 one, is that the, the personal, is that the same one that was being discussed before? Is that the same? Uh, so what I don't understand is, when I search it, by the way, what I searched was Keurig Simple Basic. What I get is a Walmart brand single serve for $20 or a Keurig Essentials for $59. But they, it may have changed its name. Oh, okay. It may have. It may yeah. have. And I don't see anything wrong with a Walmart brand item if it makes the coffee. Oh, well, thank you very much. I don't know how much I helped. It's a very individual decision. No, it, it, okay, well, yeah, I just didn't want to uh, get, um, not being, haven't seen different ones. I may want a different one if I probably saw it, but at this point, that was what I had in mind. Well, there's nothing wrong with starting on the ground floor. I mean, if you if you get it and you find, the the one thing, if people like strong coffee, you might want one that has two choices, 12 ounce and 16 ounce to make the 12 ounce if you want it stronger. Or That's me. Okay. Well, then you may want to at least at least upgrade enough so that it has uh, ounce choices, size choices for you. You know, that, that would be a consideration too. But just, just explore what's out there. It, you know, I think they still sell a Keurig Classic. I think that's still a choice. And let's see. They still sell the classic. That's what I have. Yes, they still sell the classic. Uh, it's a little over $100. And it has a reservoir that will make, I think it's five, six cups of coffee, and it, it has the size choices. Yeah, this. So. You know, there's there's the Keurig Classic that you can have a little more freedom with, and that that would be a step up from the from the Walmart model. <clears throat> anyway, right. didn't mean to didn't mean to overexplain there. <laughs> no, you didn't over that. That's good for me to overexplain sometimes. <laughs> that, okay. that was perfect to explain. Good, good. Who's next? Kyle Carpenter, go ahead. Hey, hey, I'm in. And I'm so uh, I'm new to coffee, like wine too. So talking about the the different countries and stuff, ah, and I'm a more of a, a medium type person. Uh, so I'm so new, I don't really know what I know what espresso is and the regular coffee. But thanks for having this call to learn more. But I would like to try Turkish coffee. But what what turned me off of dark roast is that Starbucks uh, coffee. But but 
uh, you're in the U.S., but I'm in Canada. But uh, have any you like tried Turkish coffee or got it in like say a, a mainstream type uh, store? Like um, uh, and for medium roast, if you want to know what like what country it is, what's the best country to like, for the I don't know. I explain this the beans to come from. That's a great question. I'll, I'll answer the last and, question. And one more thing, uh, I want to know: Are you going to have a call about cleaning Akira? How not to how to clean it without like frying the cord up and what oh, to do? Goodness. Oh goodness, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, what I do? They sell cleaner first of all, and anything I say should be. What do you want to say? Do not try this at home. I'm not responsible if you ruin your machine. I do get cited assistance when it comes to, to the deep cleaning that needs to be done, you know, yearly. But what I do um, on a more regular basis is every eight to 10 cups of coffee that I brew, I will brew a cup with no K cup in the machine that just brews hot water and washes out any residue that might be hanging around in them. About monthly, I'll do uh, one part vinegar, like put put a, a half a cup of vinegar in to the water reservoir and, and run that through a few times, clean out the machine. And then when it gets deeper cleaning than that, I get sided assistance. So that's my answer about cleaning. Uh, and I don't plan to go any further in depth than that, although I might could put a link to some cleaning instructional materials in the doc. I guess someone decided to do it for me too. So uh, you're you're not alone. I thought it was alone. <laughs> nope, you're not alone. Uh, and uh, as far as Turkish, I will put you off until next week and hope you can come next week because we're talking about all the different ways to brew coffee: Turkish, cold brew, French press, pour over, all of them. If we I can, I love cold. Uh, I love cold brew. So even. I'm, I'm, I hope I can come next week because even to learn how to make a cold brew or like uh, even if your, if your K-cup doesn't really, you can't find a K-cup that is cold brew, how to make one too. Oh, the cold brew is easy, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope you can come next week. And there was one more question before the, there was the Turkish, there was the cleaning. Oh, how to pick a country. <sighs> that is a very individual thing too. And you kind of have to try ones around that you like. Now, if you like medium roast, though, I would say start with Central America. Now, Mexico. Mexico is its own special brand of, of differentness. And you may like it. And I don't dislike it. But I would start with, like, um, like Jill was saying, with Guatemala, Honduras, Costa Rica. Costa Rica especially. Okay. Um, well, that doesn't say on the K-Cup, uh, I was never read that. I know some brands, like uh, Marley has his own brand. I like it a bit, but until you drink to the end, you get some of the beans. I don't know if it's my Keurig or what it is, but does it say on the K-Cup and where does it, whereabouts does it say so the sighted person can read it to me? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, I, um... Let me do some research on where to find specifically Central American K-Cups because I do all my research on Amazon so that it will read it to me, but I know Amazon is not always 
friendly to Canada either. Um, so let me look into that and, and come back with, with some. I usually get it at no frills or like a shopper's drug mart and stuff like that, my, uh -huh. my K-Cups. Well, and you might be in a position where if you wanted to try a certain country, you might have to get a bag of it and use a reusable K-Cup to make your own. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try that. I never really made my own. I'm so used to Keurigs, but uh, it's worth it's worth a try. It's always good to learn something new. So I have another segment, but it is one that can easily wait until another week if we exceed our time. So I want to uh, continue taking questions, I think, right now. Okay, Beth from New Mexico, go ahead. Yeah, um, I too want a, a basic uh, Keurig model, and so um, I know you can brew all kinds of stuff in there. Besides coffee, you can make chocolate and all kinds of stuff like that. Do those kind of machines have the water reservoir too, or what? It depends what Keurig you buy. Um, some of them you pour in just the water you want, like similar to what you, what you would do in a hotel, and some have a reservoir. My new one has a reservoir of 60 ounces, so as to last us a couple of, you know, several days. And, so it depends. Which one, do you, which one do you like better? Because um, I drink several cups of coffee a day. I would say the one I have is, I can tell you, because I thought this might come up. The one I have is a Keurig K Supreme. And it's actually a 66-ounce reservoir. It was over $100, but I think it's going to be worth every penny. Oh, okay. Yep. Because I've seen the little ones where it can only make like a cup or two at a time. Yeah, see, it, it, the way my counter is situated, most of the time, those you have to pour in the water from the back of the of the unit. And my unit sits up under another another cabinet. So I would have to pull it all the way out, hold up the thing, pour in the water, listen to my liquid level indicator to not slosh water all over the place. And I just find I wanted the reservoir on the side, which the the K-Supreme is, and I wanted it to be over 60 ounces, which the K-Supreme is. So that was just the decision that I made. Oh, okay. Thank you, Beth. So, like I say, I would like to get one. Do they? Do all of them have, like, uh, you said yours had buttons on them? You have to make sure that it's buttons and not a touchscreen. I have found that the Keurig brand is pretty good about that, though, at least... In the case of the Classic, which I have, and the K-Supreme, which I have. And it has, I think, about six buttons on the top, so you would find the setting you like or, or the two settings you like and mark them with a bump dot, and then you'd be good to go. Like, I don't want a coffee maker with a clock or an automatic timer or anything that has to be set, you know, by, by anyone else. All that gets on my nerves. And if you, if you have all that and you like it, that's fine. It's just not for me. Right, because I went with uh, somebody to my coffee pot burned out last about 
three weeks ago, and I went with, and uh, I don't know if she acted like she didn't even drink coffee. She says, well, there's a, a programmable one and stuff like that, but, uh, and I'm like, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> and we did see the little Keurig machine, but, um, you know, everything's closed up now, so you can't really look at Sure, sure. Look at them, kind of. You, you know what I mean. It is. It is hard, and listening, you know, listening to reviews can only get you so far. It helps to know someone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and if, if she's not a coffee drinker, I'd hate to get it home and then find out. You know, right. that it's a touch screen or something like that. You know. Right. What I mean? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm happy to uh, help you and talk to you more about the reviews of each individual model if you want to um, call Cindy or write to, what is it, community at acb.org? There you go. Yes. And, and get them uh, to connect us. I'd be happy to talk with you offline about uh, picking a machine and the different ones. Okay. And what is your name? Cecily. Cecily. Okay. And I'm Beth from New Mexico. Okay, I sure will. All right. Thanks, Beth. And then you have to reach out to Cindy, too, and ask her for my information. But I will tell her to give it to you. Okay. Who's next? Okay. Harry, go ahead. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. So I wanted to recommend the the Keurig that I have. I don't know the model because my daughter bought bought it for me as a gift, but I've had it for about four years. And um, I know she got it at Walmart and they still sell them. The thing about that's really good about it is it has one on off button that is depressed so you can feel it. And then three other buttons that are just small, medium and large cups. And they're all tactile. And that's all there is to it. The reservoir, I think, probably holds about 32 ounces. So Mm -hmm. it's not huge, but it's not that small either. And I've had no trouble cleaning it myself. But I really like the tactile buttons and that there aren't a lot of of them. There's basically only four. Well, I would love to know what model that is. That sounds wonderful. I'll have to ask a sighted person to look at it and see what the (laughs) model is. I know they come in different colors because mine's turquoise, I've been told. Ready. Yeah. And I shopped to get another one uh, not too long ago, and they still have the same model, evidently. Oh, good. Well, let, let, let us know at another one of these what, what kind that is, because I would like I to. Will. Yeah. I will. Is that anything it gets, it, that helps with the accessibility is always good. Right. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Cindy Hollis. Hello. Cindy. You can hear me okay, yes? Yes. All right. Um, so I wanted to talk about my Keurig. I have the Keurig Duo, and I bought it a couple of years ago. So, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, make now they have out or model or whatever. But it is a Keurig brand, and uh, it has buttons, and I find it pretty easy, uh, very easy to use. It has the 6, 8, 10, 12, no, let's see, 6, 
8, 10, 12, yeah, ounces or cups. And so um, on the left side of the machine is a coffee maker. It looks like, like a Mr. Coffee with the basket above it. And on the right side is the K-Cup Brewer, uh, but it's all one unit. And in the back is the reservoir. I believe it's a 48-ounce uh, reservoir. And so it, there's a dial like around a center button, which is the OK button. But the dial is broken into six buttons. The two bottom ones, the one on the left is for your pot. The one on the right is for the K-cups. And then going from left to right around the top, uh, just above the pot button on the left, it's six. And then the top left is eight. The top right is 10, and on the right-hand side, going around, is 12. And so depending on, I usually use the K-cup, and so I will push the K-cup button and then the 10 for 10 ounces, because I like my coffee a little stronger, and then the OK button, and it brews. But I can also make a full pot of coffee if I have company over and I want to just serve up a pot of coffee. So, so to make a pot of coffee, would you push the coffee pot button and then yep. the number of cups? Yes. So then I could do the 12 if I wanted a full pot and so oh, on. Yep. And it ran about $160. I love it. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendation. That sounds amazing. So thank you. Uh-huh. iPhone Peggy, go ahead. iPhone Peggy, go ahead. She said she had to go, so maybe she can speak to us if, if she comes back. Nora, okay. Uh, oh, there you are. Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm multitasking. And I may have missed this, but I wanted to ask about the guantamole and the Kenya coffee. Where can you get those in K-Cups? Because I've, I've never found, I've had the Kenya before, but it was not in a K-Cup. I'm, I'm just curious as to where I might find those. The Kenya K-Cup is the Victor Allen on Amazon or in my area at Big Lots, but it's the Victor Allen brand and it was in the international sampler box. Now, where to get Central American coffee in K-Cups, I'm going to research and, and come back to because I don't specifically know that. This is Jill. The Guatemalan one was from Aldi. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that they have um, in the K-cups or in the bag that's already ground. I don't think they have the whole beans, though. But I like the um, Simply Nature mm-hmm. okay. um, brand. Jill, we've got two people in the Times getting short. Uh, go ahead and take care of these guys. Nora, go ahead. Hello, it's Nora. Um, I forgot to tell you, but my Keurig machine has only a one cupper. And uh, when I put in there, I have a reservoir that goes to six to eight cups at a time. And I think so. And maybe go up to 12, but. It just goes up to whatever line and stays right there. And I pour in 
the water every time I make a cake up, I have to pour in the water each time. Yeah, but pretty much it. Okay, thank you. Okay, Deb Cook-Lewis, it's your turn. I've been in and out, so I might have missed this as people were talking about the coffee pots, but has anybody discussed the Keurig that has the bold button? Um, mine has a, oh. a bold button, and I had to mention this. So it, it looks a lot like Cindy's pot, um, but it doesn't make whole pots of coffee. It only makes K-cups, so it's probably more like uh, the person talking just before Cindy. So it has the different sizes of, of coffee, um, and the little marked buttons, like people have talked about, the largest one is the largest cup, and the smallest button is the smallest cup. And it has the power, the on and off switch. And then right below the the on and off switch, it has the bold button. And you can press the bold button, and you can make really strong coffee. I will just say in caution that if you're going to use those uh, wonderfully uh, recyclable cups that uh, uh, Cecily was talking about when I came in at first, because I was a bit late. Um, the some of those will explode in there when you hit the bold switch, but most of them don't, and it really makes fabulous coffee. And you can actually hear it rev up when you hit that bold button. It's like, okay, I'm going to squish the crap out of this stuff, and it's really great. Um, it's on Amazon, and um, and it's uh, it's really a nice alternative. Oh, the bold button. I've never heard of that, but that sounds Yeah, I thought you'd like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I sure do. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. You've all been wonderful. And I will save my segment that I had prepared uh, for the next time, which is awesome. I was hoping I would have participation on this topic. People love people love K-Cups. It's such a wonderful invention. And if you have any interest in different ways to make coffee come back next week because we will discuss all the different ways with a little brief description on each and then we'll go as in-depth on different ones as folks want to go Um, thank you all for joining we will enter you all in the drawing and let me check and make sure i haven't left anything off here oh i was going to mention also for storage i have a tower like a small shelving unit and on each shelf has different boxes of k-cups and each box of k-cups when it comes in the house it gets an audible label which uh, in my case is a voxcom reader but you could also use a pen friend label or the labeling system of your choice too but it's a little bit shameful that i have enough different kinds of k-cups that i need that in-depth of a labeling system but I love K-Cups and it sounds like you all do too. And I will do a little research into these different recommendations and put a few links on the doc. If you go into your invitation and you see class notes can be found here and enter on that, that is where I have put the descriptions of each week's call and of which there are two more weeks with a potential bonus week. Um, after that, of my friend Janet talking about espresso. So I'm going to end a couple minutes early. I want to thank Holly Turry for being my host and Cindy Hollis for streaming. Thank you so much and have a great night.